Welcome to Retail Nightmares. My name is Alicia Tobin, and I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. <laughs> and we're here this week with a very special guest, my personal friend, Miss Katie Ellen Humphreys, a very talented stand-up comedian. Uh, Katie, tell us a little bit about how pretty you are. <laughs> oh, well, for the listener at home, I have luscious locks like a pony. <laughs> That's true. And dimples like mm. a dimpled face has yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like a grown-up cabbage patch but you know in a sexy way <laughs> yeah i was they've always been se- <laughs> mm. <laughs> they just want to be loved yes thanks for doing the show oh my goodness uh, it was really my pleasure exciting. i am a long time listener oh. first time caller <laughs> i'm calling on your podcast yes. yeah you're kind of phoning it <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> i meant I w- i'd come a calling is what oh. i meant yeah you're a gentleman I've caller i've come a courting you've come a wooing <laughs> mm-hmm. and a two and that means you can use the bathroom if you have to oh thank goodness so we're uh, already it's also into- strange because i had taken that for granted that i would be allowed to use the facilities <laughs> i still ask <laughs> we've granted you permission <laughs> It's good. I'm going to be full of kombucha. <laughs> yeah, party. Party on, dudes. Uh. <laughs> so what's uh, going on with uh, Jessica? <laughs> a, a few things. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Big news. I got laid off yesterday. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Sorry, Jesus. There is no God. (laughs) For real, there is for sure. For animals and children at the very least, and probably everybody else. Yeah, all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe even crabs. So cute. Oh, and then the crabs ride the dogs. Yeah. Like little cowboys with like like, one little hook up. They scratch their back. This way. Oh, I think I need to draw that. (laughs) What do crabs eat? Smaller crabs. Shrimp. (laughs) Do crabs eat shrimp? That would be very cute. Yeah. A little cocktail sauce. Just be like a little... <laughs> krill? Is that an ocean thing? Yeah, Everybody but... Everybody eats krill. That's what I'm figuring. Yeah. Even they're people the, eat krill the now. They're um, So you've been laid off. Yep. Bit of a shocker. Uh, I guess. I don't know. There's been talk about it mm-hmm. for a while, which I thought we... My boss and I were on the same page, but then, surprise, I'm laid off, so... It's like a breakup where you were like, I couldn't have seen it coming. And then you think for a second, you're like, there were a lot of signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, was, I wasn't I was planning on working in the same job for the rest of my life because I, don't, I didn't really want to be there when I turned 30. So no risk of that anymore. Yeah. Also, I'm very excited that I won't have to work there over Christmas this year because that's always the bane of my existence. How come? Oh, everyone's just super stressed out because there's all this pressure put on everyone to be perfect at Christmas and Mm. have the movie storybook Christmas family. Like Home Alone. Well, I wish. I wish I could just be home alone at Christmas. If people knew what was good for them, it would be quiet at the movie store on Christmas because they would be watching constant 
made-for-TV Hallmark Christmas yeah, movies, w. which are the greatest. Yeah. The Christmas shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. My friend, uh, I don't I don't mean to uh, it's, let the cat out of the bag because uh-huh. it's one for this season, Ooh. but he just taped one. Oh. And it is called Dashing Through the Snow. Whoa. <laughs> the lead character's name is Dash. Oh. Boy I'm or girl. I'm so excited. I don't know. Dog? I know. This is the craziest thing about these modern names. <laughs> dog. You wish. I do wish. I would watch a dog Christmas movie. You should write one called Puppo Through the Snow. There's one called Santa Paws, actually. And it's oh, one of yeah, those with the golden retrievers. Air Bud spinoffs. Because there's yeah. nothing in the rules that says a dog can't be Santa. It's true. I have the poster for it at work up on the wall. It's great. Because they would send us the poster poster for all those Airbud spinoffs and we would never actually get the movies because who watches them? <laughs> but who gives a shit free poster? <laughs> yeah. And so many dog posters and I've put them up all over the store. But anyway. We'll take them down on the last day. Oh yeah. I've decided I'm going to take everything that I've put up over the last eight years of working there and I'm going to take it and I'm going to burn it <laughs> out in a dumpster behind the store and i'm gonna smoke a cigarette and just throw it at it whoa no i'm not i don't like smoking but i'll smoke a bong <laughs> and then i'll smash the bong no it's too expensive true yeah. you can make a bong out of um i've seen it at parties out of what two liter you can make a bong out of anything can you <laughs> yes man i really missed out then that part of my life bomb bomb making bong making it's really like the one area where stoners get just like real creative uh, yeah real yeah. well they're often creative but they're not usually so industrious right they have great ideas yeah but no reason to execute them because mm-hmm. they're, they're feeling good yeah yeah i remember one time when i was in high school i had this friend who liked to smoke weed and she made she would make those two liter bottle bongs and then one time she made one out of like eight of them and it had all these different chambers and you were constantly like unscrewing lids <laughs> and there's water in the bottom of them and i was just like ah, this is too complex and it was all held together by electrical tape mm. and she'd be like hey let's go out and have a smoke and then she would take this monstrosity <laughs> with us onto our front porch and she lived in a very wealthy well-to-do fancy area And she lived right on the corner of sort of a busy intersection. And I was like, this is, there's no way we're not going to get paranoid. Why are we doing this? (laughs) That's what my life was like when I was a 15 year old. What was the bong's name? It didn't have a name. That's a failing on her part. Probably. Big time. I mean, she made it though. That was a pretty big success. (laughs) Like she put more effort into that than any of her classes. That's for sure. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, so that's a retail nightmare. Getting laid off. Yeah. Yep. The worst part about it is that my boss says he can't afford to pay me severance. Mm. But because I've been working there for eight years, I'm due eight weeks of severance. So he has just given me eight weeks notice. So in order to collect my severance, I have to work for the next eight weeks. So that's not severance. I know it's not severance, but it is legal, unfortunately. It's just sort of frustrating and humiliating to know that i have to work 40 more days (laughs) but oh well i'll just make the most of it yeah that really does suck i'm gonna pet every puppo that comes into the store extra hard you should start taking lunch breaks that Mm. you haven't been taking for eight years yeah that's true i probably have so many hours you probably have 
all of those in lunch breaks, you could just claim it against that as backed hours. That's true. And then true. he could pay you out. That's a good idea. All my friends are being really nice about it. I just found out yesterday and I've told maybe five of my friends. I think a lot of them will be finding out by listening to this. But they've all been really sweet and they're all like, my friend's dad's a lawyer and you need to talk to him and this doesn't seem legit. And I'm like, trust me, the first thing I did was that I got on the government labor law website and I just read through everything. And I was like, damn it, <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> But who knows what will happen next. The next eight weeks will be interesting. Yeah. And I'm also going to need to hoard some retail nightmares. Yeah. I have no doubt that I will work other retail jobs. (laughs) I'm sure after, though, this amount of time, you have enough banked. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Maybe you've had enough retail nightmares. Mm, I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) Keep them coming. So, Katie. Yeah. You've had some retail jobs. Yeah, I have a very, well, not so unusual, but I have had a very odd employment history. But the retail aspect of it is limited to a five-year stretch, (laughs) five-year tour of duty that I did at uh, Winners, Store 276, Tilica Mall, Victoria, what? <laughs> People are like dropping their coffees. They're so excited. Yeah, as yeah. they should be. They're doing like the hand signs of two seven six. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, I'm finally gonna figure out how winners works. And like, yeah, girl, I'm <laughs> really that inside scoop to meet someone who's worked at Winner. Well, you've done it. I've met time. you many times, but I didn't know that you worked at Winner. Yeah, that's uh, TJ Max for your. American oh, listeners. Yeah. That's right. Okay. A real Max and Easter. Were they always a TJ Maxx store? Or was it purchased by TJ Maxx? Um, I don't know about the real origin story, but the entire time <laughs> I worked there, <laughs> Zeus cried a teardrop. There you go. <laughs> and yeah. it fell to the earth. And it was and a minus 50% off. <laughs> it was from last season. <laughs> it was oddly sized. <laughs> it said that it was is- a missus. <laughs> that's a that's a real misconception about their merchandise. Like ten percent of their stuff is damaged like that. Broadly <laughs> sized. There is a, a certain percentage which is something's wrong with it. Um yeah. Because I feel very, like it's everything I've small. ever purchased. Yeah, there. for sure. It does seem that way. Yeah. I have terrible um, luck at that store. Yeah. It is definitely a game of luck though. You yeah. cannot go to winners for something. You no. will never be satisfied. I once bought a shirt there that was really cool and it was uh stripes as i'm known to sport quite often but it was different colored stripes so it was a big deal Mm -hmm. and my mother agreed that it looked great on me even though the pocket was kind of weirdly sewn on i was like (laughs) it's only like i think it was 14.95 so i got it and it looked good and then i washed it and the fabric was cut against like the wrong way so yeah it wasn't cut properly so it shrunk i think six inches (laughs) everywhere (laughs) <laughs> so then it was just like a hand towel with sleeves <laughs> and like holes at the top. It was crazy. You should have brought it back. I had bought it in Montreal mm-hmm. and I was back here and I think maybe my mom had bought it for me. Doesn't matter. I know. I've returned like four things in my I life. I worked the returns counter oh. at Winners largely and I took everything Because <laughs> you're like, I'm so sorry we ever sold this to you. No, I'm just like, well... I could have a conversation with you about this, or I could do this transaction. It's not my paycheck. That is a great attitude. Yeah. That's my attitude for the next eight weeks. It's just like, sure, yeah, okay, I'll give you credit. Yeah. Like, I do not want to have any discussions. A person with, with such a beautiful biker's body shouldn't have to be. <laughs> 
you are turning inside out yep, at that she's comment. She's a beautiful biker's body. She just won't accept it. You're turning this weird, creepy comment into like an actual compliment now. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel. Have it's you? a compliment. Now, we're talking cyclists. Yeah. Right? No. Like ZZ I, Top I, beard. Because no, like I immediately, because I agree, you have these beautiful gams. Yeah, those are those are cyclist games. Mm-hmm. It's a real biker's body. Uh, but then, as I started to say biker body, I was like, "Wait, wait, we no." Oh yeah, not body. like a rum rum. Yeah, not give like me a, a few years. That's a yeah. different. That's kind the next of body. step. For give you. me some leather, gang member. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to Winners and get some discounted leather. Leather, yeah, or pleather. pleather. Yeah, definitely a lot of pleather. You could also get a lot of shower gel. Mm. Yeah, and more of like a solid soap. I like to mix it up. Mm. I use both often in the shower. Where one winner's regular, she said that she would never buy anything from the bath aisle. Yeah. Because she didn't want to discover a soap or perfume or something like that that she really loved and then wouldn't be able to get again. Mm. And at first I thought, huh, that's really sound. And then later when I thought about it, I was like, well, you could just enjoy a soap. Yeah. And move the fuck on. That could <laughs> yeah. be like not. Where's to live by? Enjoy a soap, move the fuck on. <laughs> what was it like working there? It was uh, it was fascinating. It was actually my f- the first job I ever had. So I started as a teenager. How old? Um, um, older than I should have been. I was like probably, I was about 18, 17, yeah. 18. That's a good time for a first job. Yeah. And when I first started, the whole upper part of that mall, which really only housed winners and a pet cetera. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes birds from pet cetera would fly in. <gasps> they would get loose and then they would just fly around the store. And people would try to catch a canary, and then it would be like, oh, it's like I'm working in a coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And yeah, and I, when I first got that job, I would this, I would describe it to people, I was like, yeah, I got hired at Winners. Um, I'm really worried, though, because it smells like baby puke. Oh. And they always said, like, 10 out of 10 people said, well, I bet you'll get used to it. And I'm like, I don't want <laughs> to be the kind of person who doesn't know when it smells like baby puke. Yeah. yeah. What does baby puke smell like? Oh. How is it different than adult puke? I don't know. It's just, uh, it's more breast milky, I guess. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. I know exactly <laughs> you what you mean. Yeah. And, uh,. No. Then they changed the company. They, they changed cleaners, and it ended up being something that they were oh. buffing the floor with. Ooh, baby puke! Yeah, <laughs> gallons and gallons. There you go. <laughs> uh huh. So yeah, it was very strange. Uh, strange for customers, and strange on account of employees. Like there was always there was always like one like forty five year old man that just waited for the twenty year old girls to break up with their boyfriend and then pounce. Oh Ooh. God! Uh, I thought you were gonna say and then pound. <laughs> Then pound. Mm. He take him to pound town. <laughs> I, What's uh, that? Because I one of them I ran into recently in Winners. Of course, he didn't work there, having uh, lost his job uh, with them for pound town and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was so proud. It's like he had he was with some other uh, people who had worked at Winners with him at one time, and he was kind of dry. He was jogging. He's oh yeah. He said, but I never, I never hit on you, right? Like Winners, pal. I never hit on you. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I was 18, so you can maybe stop patting yourself on the back so much. But then also, I was like, I was a lot fatter, so that's probably it. I didn't. He was proud of himself for not 
hitting on every single co-worker he had. Yeah. He's like, I forgot about you. Never too late. <laughs> yeah. He was super proud. I was like, well, I mean, at that time too, I was like, well, I was like exhausted and surly and a teenager. So that probably <laughs> put a damper on it. Ew. You dodged a bullet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the customers, like say, worked return counter and just fascinating. There was a lot of people that would come in. And they had they had a running credit at Winners of any given time of about a grand. Holy shit! Usually, because they would just it is the kind of store that if you see something you like, you do have to pick it up because it will not be there. Yeah. If you go back for yep. it, too, and they totally. just and I think they there's a couple people that just became just like so fixated on that, and it was like a real lifestyle they'd always be like well i bought these sheets for my like it's just such a good deal and i thought my friends wanted them but they didn't want them so i'm returning them and like they'd always have like they had like a winner's card with a balance on it and then they'd also be getting like cash returns and they'd be like putting stuff on hold every day and taking it off and like and i'd always be like this inside because you're only supposed to have you can only put hold for 24 hours and i'd be like don't tell anyone and i'd be like (laughs) doing all these deals and like all these like the the returns would be so complex because sometimes they would also and you weren't supposed to do it, but they'd be like, uh, I want to return this, but then buy it again so that they're, they have a, like a new 10 days or whatever on the oh, return. And they'd be like, so and sneaky. And it was all like, I want this. And then it was like, it was a whole like full-time job of these people on top of whatever they did. Like this was just. So compulsive buyers. Yeah. And you just got so kind of involved in their lives because you saw them constantly and you knew what they were buying and it was always like oh I thought I might wear this to a wedding and then like this was like but then I realized he didn't even know my name so I'm not getting married <laughs> and I did I noticed like I even had my my mom came in once and and she had just the hint of it like I think I kind of gave me some insight to these shoppers because she said she was like you know I was just like I was at work and then I just thought to myself I wonder what came in to winners today and yeah. now I'm here and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah, because we got shipments every day, and so people would just—they had to know. I'm kind yeah. of glad that I forgot about winners. <laughs> I think I went when I was a teenager, like maybe 18, because my mom and I moved to Vancouver, and she w- she was a single mom, and she was like, "Okay, let's decorate our apartment that we moved to," and so we got all our towels and stuff from Winners, and they were all sort of weird colors <laughs> that didn't really look good but i guess they were cheap so get on your mom there was a little diner next door and uh a lot of older people liked to come in for lunch and they had a real relationship with the people that ran it it was very sweet but then one time this this old man kind of tottered into winners you could tell he was just kind of looking to fill an afternoon and i kind of <laughs> wanted to like smile at some girls and do any and he did caught my eye and he's like hey hey and he kind of gestures for me to come over and i'm like oh, okay and he's like eh, i mean where oh, where's where's the store called losers right <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah you know old man but then he's like yeah i mean like they'd never call a restaurant the black spot and i was like oh, okay yikes nope no no wait a second did he mean that in a racist way well i just i don't think he did explicitly now i want to make a correction I know your mom bought ugly towels at Winners, but I have bought some really beautiful towels at Winners, and I think that we should go to Winners on a field trip. Oh my gosh, I would love to. I haven't been in years. It's time to get you some new towels, kid. <laughs> have you been noticing that my towels are bad? No. I just want to show you the beauty of Winners. It's so great for home stuff, but I, really terrible if you're looking for shoes. Oh, Unless you I, have really tiny feet. 
No, really I've big got feet. the completely most average foot size, seven. No. Mm-hmm. I went to a shoe warehouse <laughs> sale and there was racks and racks and racks of shoes. And then I went to the section that was seven to seven and a half, which are the two sizes that my feet can fit. And it was just like a barren wasteland. There's some old 90s platforms that are light. There were platforms. There were Spice Girl shoes. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. tried them on and they were too big. And I... You tried them on, which is the greatest part. (laughs) I tried one on because it was hard to get on. And then I was like, what am I doing here? And I just left. This is what happens in discount stores. It took me years to figure this out because I would go to Portland to visit my dad and then make him take me to Target for 10 to 15 years every visit and wander around Target and come home with a bunch of things from Target because we didn't have it in Canada. And then they look... I was like, I get them home, get them back to Canada, and then look at them and go like, no, these are just the nicest things in Target. These are, the, <laughs> these are fucking awful. I would never have bought them in any other for any other reason. They don't fit. There's always something weird, like a sleeve's too long or the belt's too high on a dress. And so I've just given up on that stuff. I've sort of given up on big box stores in general, although... My stepdad worked for Superstore mm-hmm. until he retired recently, and so I would get a super discount on Joe Fresh clothes. Oh, really? Whoa. Which, so lucky. They're so cheap to begin with, so I would be like, here's your new favorite dress, and it's $6, and then I would just feel bad about it. I was like, no one who made this is getting paid enough if the product is $6. Besides that, I don't, I haven't gone to any sort of winner's which, by the way, my boyfriend and I call winners wimmers because <laughs> uh, we think it would be a good place to go buy jeans. <laughs> We're like, oh, there's a wimmers. <laughs> Do you need some jeans? <laughs> it's really good. We came up with that in Fargo because there's nothing else to do than point at the big box stores and make jokes. I promise you that if I was in Fargo. I could find the TJ Maxx. I have like a six cent. Any city I'm in, I get lost constantly. But I'm not really lost because I always end up, I'm like, oh, here I am. At the winner's TJ Maxx, of course. <laughs> Wimos. That's right. The Pie one teams. thing that happened in the store in Victoria is that uh, I hadn't realized before I worked that job, like just how many adults are not good at managing when they need to use the washroom. (laughs) (laughs) And now that I am more grown, I'm like, it makes more sense to me now because I feel like I'm not as good at it as I was then. No one's asking you all the time. No one's asking you all the time if you need to go, I guess. Well, I'm asking you, but you refuse to answer. I feel like I'm just better hydrated now because I care about myself. No one drank water back then. No one drank water. So it wasn't a problem for me. And and there's not a bathroom in that store. And it's a big store. And there's one on that floor of the mall, and it's just outside the store. Nope, too far. But there isn't one in the (laughs) store. And because I work customer service, people would come up, and I I came to know the look. Like, they'd be coming, and they're just coming at you in a beeline, and their arms are full of clothes. Because what they think is they thought that they were going to make it and get through the till and do all the things, and then they realize that they've hit, like, critical mass, and they are not going to (laughs) make it to do all those things. But now they have spent an hour in winners, and they have gathered all these things. They've gone through this hero's trial, (laughs) and they don't want to abandon these things, and they would come up, and their arms would... And their face, they would just be stricken, and they would... 
is there a washroom? And when I would say no, they would just panic. And I would like, I just came to be like this hero. And I'd be like, just leave it here. I was like, drop it. Like they'd be running up and I'd already be like, just drop it on the counter. It's around the corner. <laughs> but one woman, I was working in the fitting room and she came back to the fitting room and I said, oh, I, like, uh, how many items are, can I help you or whatever? I'm going to direct her. And she's like, oh no, I'm, I'm just going to use the washroom. And she like goes to jet past me. And I'm like, oh, that's not, it's not a washroom. Uh, these are, these are the change rooms. And she was like, Gosh. I know where the washroom is. And I was like, I, pr- I, I promise you that you don't. And then oh she was like, God. I have used the washroom in this store before. <laughs> so stop <laughs> trying to deny it to me. And I, for a second, I wanted to be like, where did you go to the bathroom in the store? <laughs> it's really important that I find this out. <laughs> because there is for sure no bathroom facilities here. Wow. And yeah, I'm sure she had been in some other, like that was the only winners in Victoria at that time. So, but I'm sure she'd been on the mainland or something and many of the stores have them and, yep. uh, and the new store in, in Victoria has them. And so she had probably used a bathroom in a winners, maybe a TJ Maxx. I don't know her life, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely not there. And she just called me a liar. Like I would try to deny that. And I was like, Oh, don't, I don't want to keep you from this. <laughs> I promise. Isn't there like, pots and stuff and like a gardening section she's just like this is my chamber pot like i've used it before <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. don't try and stop me <laughs> because who will empty my chamber pot <laughs> <laughs> she might have been a ghost too <laughs> she's like i've been using this toilet for a hundred years that's right <laughs> Never know. were there toilets a hundred years ago yes and they were made out of bones china jello Crystal. Mm-hmm. Crystal. And all of the above. Olives. Yes. They're made out of bones and olives. She came up and she was like, I've pooped a full <laughs> my ivory cup. <laughs> Please empty it. And I was like, that's not that much weirder than what I've been doing all day here. Pooped a full. <laughs> yeah. I've pooped a full my ivory cup. <laughs> People would do that at the little store in Granville Island where I worked, and I don't think... I, did you ever go into that store? It was a little bit... Once. Yeah, there's... were not there. I was... And then I just turned around and left. Yeah, it was really small. It was like less than 500 square feet, and there were a couple of doors, and one of them was a door to the back room where the safe was. And every once in a while, when someone would just go for that door, and I'm like, get the... You gotta get away from that door. Ooh. Like, is this the bathroom? I'm like, no, there's no bathroom. Why would there be a bathroom? Well, that's the thing that, here's a great thing to talk about. Um, retail stores are not required to have a bathroom for people. Only food stores. Yeah. And I think maybe pharmacies. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so when someone, when you choose to go into a store and ask to use the bathroom, the answer that you will most likely get is no. Because it's, if so, it's probably behind the cash register, it's in a private location, and it's just for the staff. So don't be rude. It's really the only thing that we have that people that we don't know are not allowed to touch. I have a friend that will ask to use the bathroom everywhere we go, and I'm always surprised. And it's like often stores... And he is usually successful, which blows my mind. I just don't want to have a discussion. It's like you... That's it. I would never... I'd be like, oh, no, I know that six blocks from here, there's a mall. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to go. That's or where like, I always... I'm like, there's a food court at yeah. Yeah. the mall just down the hill. Sometimes even when I'm not working and I'm walking past where I work and I have to go to the bathroom, I will instead hold it for half an hour until I get home. <laughs> because I yeah, just don't want to do that. And to even people working. will be like, oh, I'm going to go... 
like when people used to like say use a bathroom at chapters or something like I'm only going to use a bathroom at chapters if they have a Starbucks and I can use a Starbucks bathroom because there's no scenario where I'm asking a person for a code because yeah. that was a kind of like the, the oh, pun. Yeah, I'm not ha- telling a person that I have it's not happening yeah the chapters is a place that used to have bathrooms I think and then they stopped having them and I can see why yeah I bet because, because of that books in that Seinfeld for episode sure. yeah. yeah definitely all the Georges of Def- the world were ruining it. <laughs> Defecately. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone used the washroom. Two, actually, it was two people in one day used the washroom in my store last week. And they were both... One was an older... Not that old. Maybe in her 50s. Woman. And then the other one was a little kid. Both of them did terrible things in there. <laughs> And neither of them closed the door. The little kid, I forgive. Mm-hmm. But the woman... What do you mean they didn't close the door? They didn't close... I mean, they made terrible smells in there. And then I had to go in and close the door because they just left oh, the door open. you mean after them? Not oh. during... Oh, yeah. That happened to me on a plane once. Uh, oof. It was crazy. <laughs> I almost threw up after the woman. And but the fact she and she asked to use it all the time, and I just don't want to say no. Yeah, I think that that's weird that someone uses the bathroom all the time. The same person. She seems like she doesn't, <laughs> pardon the pun, but have her shit together. So yeah, I sort of forgive her because she just always seems super flustered. She's just like frustrated every second of her life. You know what would be so great though is like leading up to the time that she gets into the store, she's super mellow, but this is just an act she puts on because she just doesn't want to use her own toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I know people, I've had coworkers who would just steal toilet paper from work, like, and never buy their own toilet paper. And you got laid off? I know. Jeez. <laughs> My brother used to work in a gas station, and it was uh, the at the register and the till inside the gas station part. It was one of those ones that was quite small, not like a not like a, a big snack area with a subway or anything. It was just like a tiny little. And so the bathroom was basically like right beside the cash register, and he just every shift just put a sign on the door that said out of order. Oh, that's so smart. He's like, no, you can't shit next to me while I'm at work, <laughs> stranger. Yeah. And the way that your work is set up is basically like... That's just a few feet away from where you're working all the time. And will, it was definitely not made for public use. No. It's it's nice, though. Like, I appreciate that you have some compassion for her because it's easy to not – to not? But the – yeah. They could go both ways. It's well, not. also, yeah, I could see how you, now you can't go back. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, we don't have one anymore. I've sometimes fantasized about telling people that the washroom is out of order, but I can't, I can't even lie when it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's like, I can't practice lying. It's my lies, like yeah, my face all of a sudden, I'm just smiling really big and everyone's like, are you, are, what are you? And I'm like, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even when I used to joke, I'd be like, I'm lying. I'm, this is a lie. <laughs> and then I realized that jokes are lies that we all allow. That's kind of true. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. I have occasionally like said something and then be like, and then I have to immediately, like, and when I reveal that it's not true, I'm like, that, that was just a comedy lie I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, and then I kind of sit in, yeah, in that moment of like, 
It's weird that we're doing that. It's a joke, I guess. Yeah. A comedy lie. Yeah. Yeah. We had to talk about that, like saying things on stage that really weren't true, but you kind of take on like a persona or. Oh, yeah. Or the thing that will happen now is that sometimes I will write a joke that is true when I write it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not necessarily ready to get rid of that joke, but it is no longer true. And then I usually do end up getting rid of it because I just like I can't. It's just not. It's my style of comedy. But yeah, sometimes weird things will linger or end up in there. Or I say them because like, I feel like whatever people are thinking about me based on like my age and stuff, there's things that I that maybe should be more true than they are or something. And I'll like <laughs> kind of go, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm just a big comedy liar. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes in the moment you just are like, yeah, I'm just going to go with this thing or this joke that I said or this something. And I'm like, that wasn't me at all. <laughs> I, I want uh, that back. I once fell off stage. What? Yeah. I You're once- a regular Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a eggs and toast or whatever. <laughs> Toss salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I fell off stage. And I didn't, like, I didn't, so much, I didn't fall. I, like, just walked off. I was kind of opening and introducing a guy. And it was in a big theater. And I hadn't really, I'd never been on the stage and never played this theater. And I just hadn't really factored in an escape route, which I did not notice until all of the lights go out because it like, doesn't really happen at comedy clubs you just say like okay and here's your act and then you either like go back through a curtain or you just walk off stage and it's lit yeah but it's not lit in the stage and i was just like oh, no problem and i just <gasps> just walked normal and just stepped right off this like four foot drop and i fell to the ground and then the comedy line that i and everyone was very concerned about me of course because they're uh, humans and I am one as well and I fell. <laughs> yes, you are. We definitely don't detect that you are not a human. And uh, the comedy lie that I went with when I was talking to people, I was like, oh, no, don't, please don't even worry. I am so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and this show is at like four in the afternoon. <laughs> so it's like way weirder yeah. than I just fell. <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not drunk. Yeah, like that just happens. You're like, oh, yeah, this is how I am. I'm real sassy. Or, <laughs> oh, please. I got the world by its tail. Yeah. Don't I got worry this. about me. I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not a gravity one. <laughs> Substance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real winner. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was the only other. It's not really a nightmare, but if you got any kind, if you ever got a recommendation from a customer or something, because you gave them uh, excellent customer service, and they would go to the manager and be like, that girl really put my stuff on hold. <laughs> uh, then I, they they would like in a morning meeting, they'd be like, so Katie, got uh, uh, a customer. And then it was like, come up here and get your reach award and reach. <laughs> get your reach around. Yeah. That's amazing. Reach stands for, remember, everyone affects customer happiness. Oh. And then you you could get to choose like a water bottle or like I'm assuming at some time a mouse pad <laughs> or something. And I have uh, a keychain that I still Ooh. use that I had there and it is shaped like an old timey key and it says reach on it and it also says winners and it's like a reminder of like uh, where I could end up. You know, it's like, no, but literally keep reaching because you will <laughs> reach as far away from yeah. winners as <laughs> keep <laughs> reaching for your dreams. And your backup plan is to go back to Windows. <laughs> the 
That's great. Man, I wish I got a prize every time someone said nice things about me. Yeah. It's nice. Reusable lunch bags. Ooh, <laughs> or like I look at those all the time. A highlighter on a necklace mm-hmm. string. Maybe you could give oh. your dad a thermos. I don't know, it's Father's Day or something. And you're like, hey. <laughs> I love thermoses. Thermoses are great. I have a new one. It keeps everything so hot, guys. Whoa. I really had no idea at the that quality of a thermos product. Bone broth addiction. Yeah. I got a thermos for Jay when we were in Salt Lake City because... I just decided he needed one. I was at a sporting goods store. Yeah, that's easy to carry back. And I got one of the, it's not really a thermos. It's one of those like clean canteen Oh, things. those look so great. They're yeah. great, but it's also like, we'll take it out if we're going to a show and we want to have a cocktail on the way. And so we'll put, <laughs> you know, gin and ice and just exactly how the people in Utah intended it. To be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just as God made it. Uh, but then the ice will stay frozen for two days it's really scary it's so insulated and you've convinced me because i've been really eyeing they're those. totally worth it but it's it's a little twilight zone because you're like i've made this drink last night and the ice cubes are the same size as when i put them in there That's and you're amazing. just like super fucked up because your drink never gets watered down yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's you intend for it to get weaker as it goes on uh so i and i always make them strong drinks because i'm like oh we'll share this so i'll make it a double something about a drink that you're gonna consume as you walk somewhere as well i don't know what it like i'm the same way in that case of like if i ordered a drink i'd be like yeah just like, give me a single or something but if i'm gonna go somewhere yeah. i'd be like who knows knows how long it's gonna be until my next drink i'd be like ugh. well that's and the whole thing the idea of a flask too can hold it's small yeah you don't think it has a lot in there but that's like five drinks in a little flask wow i need to get something going like this i sometimes go to one of my favorite places to see comedy city i will not mention that name but most comedy shows, especially alternative ones, don't have any drinks that I can have because mm-hmm. of my allergies. And I, yeah, like I'm not going to take a risk on box wine uh, never, or any wine, really. I don't really drink win it. With yeah, box you wine, never no. win with box wine. You but, win, you win a hangover and heartburn. That's a great book title. The double H. You'll never win with box wine. <laughs> it's um, no winner's soap. Don't take a chance. <laughs> yeah, no chances. So yeah, sometimes I sneak in a drink in a sig bottle and because i'm a local comedian uh nobody asks me what i'm drinking (laughs) that's great yeah but sometimes when i bike home i'm like whoa Mm -hmm. because the drinks at home that i make are insane yeah 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 i don't measure that's my bottle of vodka (laughs) (laughs) this is my life (laughs) i'm gonna have a dance party i'm an adult woman (laughs) i'm an adult woman And by my own tampons. Sometimes I talk like a baby, but I'm an adult I almost always talk like a baby. <laughs> and I don't know when it started or why. Aww. But I'm so good at it. <laughs> you are really good at it. Okay. You do it in a way, I usually find it to be like bone tinglingly horrible when anyone does it. But then mm-hmm. when you do it, I'm like, why am I so endeared to you now? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so serious. Like I'm always talking about serious things. But then I just does it. I think that's kind of like my inner voice. Like I don't understand what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Huh? I just imagine like a business baby, <laughs> like, <laughs> a baby in a business suit, being like, baby. "What's this briefcase? <laughs> oh no! Well, my doidies. <laughs> B- B- Bush 
like my three o'clock. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, business baby. <laughs> yeah, I'd have the biggest buttons on the calculator. <laughs> my calculator would just be that Fisher Price thing, and I just spin it around and be like, <laughs> Fisher Price Apple is-, <laughs> is my phone. You mean that one right beside you? <gasps> whoa, whoa! <laughs> Mm. I love those Fisher Price apples. The crazy thing is that apple was left to me by my former lover neighbor. Oh no! But he got Could it. Could it be one and the same? <laughs> no, mm. I didn't like him in that way. He was really into Vespas. Vespas? That's not a terrible hobby. No, but he had like three of them, and he was just one man. So anyway. <laughs> did he buy them all at once? <laughs> no, he had like different ones for different needs or uses. He was nice, but he wore too many fedoras is basically oh, what I'm trying to say. Why didn't you start with fedora? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I didn't want to call him out on it because he was a nice guy. But Yeah, you know what? Hats are a personal choice. We lived in this old house that all the balconies were attached through stairs. Like it was like a fire escape. Oh, yeah. And sometimes we'd hear each other on the balcony and we'd just be like, let's, uh, let's make this a party. And he would just always have unlimited supplies of booze and drugs and i was like you're the best neighbor Mm -hmm. and then when he moved out he left me that little fisher price apple just sitting on my balcony and i was like i'll miss you caesar his name is caesar also well he can wear a fedora of his name caesar that's awesome i guess he sounds great yeah he's glad you guys were friends he's a fashion man but he found that apple sitting underneath a tree and he said he was like high at the time and he was like did this fall from the tree (laughs) why is there a face on it Thanks, Caesar. Yeah, returning stuff is my retail nightmare. Um, I used to work in a little store in Yaletown called Babe Belanger, and it sold really pretty clothes, and my friend Tanya owned the store. And it was the type of store that one would go to if you needed, like, a sharp suit or a really beautiful dress. We also had lingerie and really pretty jewelry. It was a very, very kind of girly store. Is this the one that the creepy man would stand in the window of? Okay, That one, yeah. I have an image in my head what this looked like. And it's all like soft focus, lacy, <laughs> bows, everything's French. It was a little bit like that, but also the store itself was really like minimal, mm. minimalistic with just like simple racks. And I find those stores so intimidating. Oh, yeah. It was definitely on the border of being like welcoming and intimidating at the same time. And we sold a lot of dresses around New Year's Eve and Christmas for New Year's Eve and Christmas events. Mm -hmm. And all of those sales were an automatic final sale. There would be an exception. Say you bought a turtleneck or a pair of pants or a pair of jeans. Those, of course, would have the regular thing. And the way that returns worked is it had to have the tags on it and it had to be unworn. So, yeah, there's sometimes disagreements over that, but very rare. Very rare. But then uh, one day, it happened to be when myself and the owner weren't there, a woman returned a dress that she had purchased to wear to a New Year's Eve party, but her explanation was that she had not worn it at all. And the staff person, she was younger, she was, I think maybe 19, and she was just using the policy. She's like, you know, this is the final sale. It says so in your bill. I can't refund you your money. And she's like, you're not even giving me a store credit? And she's like, I can't. It's a final sale. And the woman got so angry, she threw the dress in the staff member's face. And I came in maybe an hour later and was just checking in and <laughs> she told me what happened. I was, I felt so terrible. Like, like that's basically assault. 
I, two things occurred to me. I was like, that's really weird because she just paid like 200 and something dollars for this dress that she never wore and she's not going to keep it or try to resell it. So I grabbed the dress and at this point I've been working in retail for probably like eight or nine years and I just turned the dress inside out and the whole dress is just covered with white deodorant <laughs> and smells and she definitely wore it. She's like, I wore this dress and I'm going to lie and get my money back for it now. And uh, she didn't. We got we kept the dress, and I have the dress to this day in a suitcase <laughs> in my house because it's just perfect if I make a few alterations to be an Elvira dress. <laughs> oh. And I've always wanted to be Elvira for Halloween. Yeah, got born to be. Yeah, I think I'll be a really good Elvira. Oh my gosh. And yeah, that was like one of the craziest things. But one thing I learned is like people will try and return things that they've worn, but there's always a sign. That they have worn it because people yeah, wear crazy amounts of deodorant. Human bodies are gross. Mine you took is. the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Can't you just not wait until the singularity happens and we can all be in a computer? <laughs> yeah. No, I want to be in a field. <laughs> I went into uh, Smoking Lily today. We both like that store. It's on Main Street and it's lovely. And I not, shouldn't go in there because I always want to buy something. But the woman and I had a really nice talk about just the way people are so shitty with clothes. Like, I have had to tell clients to stop stepping on the clothes that they haven't bought in change rooms. I've had to say to them, you're stepping on those pants. Those pants are $195. Oh, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't notice. Or they just leave like shit all over the place. Oh, they're just so obnoxious. Who are those people? Because I don't know. Every time I take anything into a change room, it's so bright in there and you're in this little white cubicle. Mm-hmm. You f- I feel like anything I do wrong <laughs> will haunt me for the rest of my life because I sort of feel like I'm in... Uh, heaven <laughs> right <laughs> where you can't you know burp or do anything <laughs> well you do like to burp i know that's why i'll never go to heaven those are the rules yeah i would never not put something back on the hanger because mm-hmm. like when you go to those huge stores like h&m and you see someone mm-hmm. who's just constantly putting things back on hangers for eight hours a day and yeah they look so sad well, no, yeah, those weekend fitting room shifts would just be like this mountain of clothes that would just grow and grow and grow. And people would come out with like hands full of like two piece bathing suits they've been trying on all day. And you're like, oh, that's a weird puzzle to put back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, I, whenever I hear a story in the news about when they found cameras or something, when someone was like had a camera in their store and was watching people get changed and stuff, I'm always just like, oh, they've seen me dancing. <laughs> like, it's never about. <laughs> It's never about naked. It's always like, oh my goodness, <laughs> doing so many weird moves. Maybe I should. That is what I do in dressing room. <laughs> All right, we're doing Papa of the Week. Oh, <laughs> I thought we'd never get here. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Papa of the Week. You want to go first, Jessica? My Papa. I saw my Papa today. She is a two and a half year old. German Shepherd Husky Mix. I've known her for months now. She's a customer that comes into the store. <laughs> she always rents airbags. <laughs> <laughs> but her owner is very shy and she's extremely smart. And the she, dog or the owner? The owner <laughs> is a man. Okay. He might be very smart. I don't know him that well, but the dog is brilliant. The dog is bilingual. The owner's French and so 
he can give her orders in French and English. And her name is Brooklyn. And Ooh. she's finally started warming up to me. She used to be one of those dogs who'd be like, I'm here for the treats. Why are you trying to pet me? <laughs> Which breaks my heart because I'm like, we could have so much fun together, you and me. <laughs> uh, but finally, I had to sort of be friends with the owner to also be friends with the dog. So he's, I'm slowly starting to talk to him more and he's opening up more and being less shy. And the dog is now in love with me and she follows me around the store Mm -hmm. and I love it so much. She today finally started trying to kiss me on the mouth, which she's French. She's very French. Uh, and I'm like a rat. (laughs) See, we play. Um, but I still find it adorable And he was telling me that she went swimming yesterday, which made me even more gritting my teeth to the point of my teeth shattering. (laughs) Uh, And then he was telling me that when he takes her to the beach, she steals sandwiches from people who are having picnics. And then he told me one time that she stole a piece of pizza from a woman. And then one time she stole a sandwich out of a baby's hand. And (laughs) what I say to that is if you're dumb enough to leave your sandwich unguarded around a house wolf. Yeah. Like a brilliant canine. She's so beautiful. I take so many photos of her, but they're always blurry because I'm too excited and my hands are shaking. Uh, <laughs> you got to get it. When your you blood sugar is low because she stole your sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my medicated sandwich <laughs> that controls my insatiable desire to pet dogs. <laughs> prescribed sandwiches from doctor. He was naked in a little bit of cheese. <laughs> anyway, Brooklyn, I love you. You're my pup of the week. For the next eight weeks, I am going to take our relationship to the next level. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> Thank you for responding positively to that because it also sounds really creepy. (laughs) No sex and animal jokes on this podcast. No, no, no. Also, okay, have you ever heard of that movie Animal Love? This is a documentary by like a German filmmaker named Ulrich Siedel. Ulrich (laughs) Horsebacher. Never watch it if you have the chance. (laughs) Do you have a Puppo of the Week? Well... As you know, as my dear friend, I am only recently sort of warming up to puppos because I am afraid of all living things. All living things? Yeah, pretty much. What about plants? Ooh. Well. They can be creepy too. (laughs) You just glanced at my Sansevierian. (laughs) We're like, I don't know. That one's too pointy. Yeah, they're up to something. But I'm warming up, and so now I now I get it. And now when I see a puppo on the street, I do the thing that humans do. Like, it makes my, my face warm up, and I, ah! But then it, it's a very, I don't want to touch them, and it's a very, like, I like what you did. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> Pretty good. So, but contrary to that, I love pictures of all living things. Do you know about Zooborns? No. Oh, is wow. it pictures of newborns in the zoo? Yes. It is my homepage and has been for years. You're going to discover so many beautiful these animals. These two people who, this is not their full-time job. They just do it out of the goodness of their hearts. But they collect photos from zoos and sanctuaries all over the world. And it's just all baby animals. Mm. I would like that because what I was going to say is the sort of greatest thing in my life recently. And I don't know, maybe the last year or so is a Twitter account called Cute Emergency. (laughs) 
And they tweet a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure many are familiar. But yeah, that is my day now. I have to restrain myself from like saving every photo that they tweet because I'm like, I could just go to their feed. <laughs> uh, but what if something happens? What if something happens? And they're like, <laughs> good ones, up. they will retweet quite a lot. Like they do some repeats. But so recently, the the one that I've been looking at the most is probably a turtle that's getting its uh, tummy scratch. It's great. The toothbrush? Yeah, with a toothbrush. And the look on his face, it's just the greatest thing in the world. So yeah, if I, I would recommend uh, give that a follow. Cute emergency. Have you seen the turtle being brushed on the back with the toothbrush and he's moving back and forth doing the dance. Oh. It's so great. Also, it's so great. Uh, yeah, my, my gentleman friend will send me all day, sends me animal gifts, particularly uh, the uh, the biggest trend is definitely ducks sleeping. Oh. That's probably my, my biggest puppo is, yeah, turtles and sleeping ducks. That's Those great. are two excellent choices and they're not the typical choice, which I really like. Yeah. I'm sorry that I like dogs so much and most of my puppos are dogs. Yeah, we're really mad about Jess. I'm sorry. It's great. Well, I have a puppo of the week. Uh-huh. He's a freshie. We just met him on the walkover from our place. Mm-hmm. Places. We live near each other. And he was an older bulldog. He was also being walked by a very handsome man who was very well-dressed. Sort of old-timey. He's wearing a nice tweed situation you're so into tweed i love it yeah yeah i would say it's old timey in the way that he was well dressed yes which is old time yeah like remember yeah but it wasn't in that way that it's like a costume yeah it's like oh are you a (laughs) carnival barker no he was not like that beautifully dressed uh sort of in between hard to hard to explain just nicely dressed Mm -hmm. nice looking man Mm. kind of on the shy side time travel but unfortunately he can't be shy when he has a beautiful aging bulldog and the bulldog and i locked eyes and then we played a little bit this dog made such a beeline for you (laughs) yeah he knew yeah he had to cross the entire sidewalk and come and he did and he went right for you and your hearts were connected yeah then we were playing a little bit and i was touching him and bulldogs are so much fun to touch because they're kind of fat and they have all this extra fur and then this tiny little tail that looks like that little piece of dough that they put in the middle of pizza so Mm. doesn't get all messed up by the the lid and I was just really enjoying it, but also I was sort of distracted by how handsome this man was and didn't <laughs> expect this much older dog to leap at my face to kiss me. And Bulldog's mouths are so huge. So I pulled back because I was like, what is happening? Because all I saw was darkness because his mouth was open so much. And it, when his mouth was open, it was as big as my whole face. And so I pulled back and the owner, Mr. Handsome, uh, was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, don't be sorry. <laughs> You made the same noise as the bulldog. Yeah. And then um, I said something weird. And then we went on our way. That bulldog's name. You remember it. Was Sputnik. Yeah. Sputnik. That dog sounds amazing. I love how bulldogs, because they're so inbred and have so many health problems, which is a whole different problem. That's why I didn't expect them to be so spry. Well, they, they love getting really close up because their faces are so flat. They don't see very well. And so they really need to get close up to see you. And that's why they're sometimes perceived well, as aggressive because they like really want to get up close to other dogs to be like, hey, 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 what, what's, what are you all about? And they're like, why, why are you getting up on my face? And it's like, I'm just a dumb this is bulldog. My, my face and nose are at the same Yeah, It's level. all, it makes sense that like mutts and all those rescue dogs who are just sort of mystery mixes, they 
are healthier and they live longer because they're not like a horrible eugenics monster <laughs> like most of the purebreds. I mean, I grew up with a purebred dog from a breeder. He was great. Yeah, same. He was a Sheltie. Oh, mine was a Collie. Oh, mine yeah, like was the, the, the mini version of yeah. yours, just like us. I'm the mini er of us. That's true. Um, I have a self-help corner question. It's yeah. a really oh, yeah. good one, guys. Really good. I like oh, it. Before we move on from Pup of the Week, I do want to tip my hat. I have had the Pup of the Week theme song stuck in my head <laughs> since your show debuted. <laughs> just you. on a nonstop. That song, I had the vision for it. The movie The Burbs. There's like a Mm -hmm. segment in it where there's this dog named Queenie who runs through the little cul-de-sac. The score is playing throughout this like long sweeping shot. And as soon as the dog appears into it, all of a sudden it turns from like violins to like. (laughs) And I was like, Jay, if you can somehow make Pup of the Week sound like that tiny second of the burbs, then I'm into it. Well, I am into it. The Burbs is a great Tom Hanks film. I've never seen it. Big surprise. I would watch it with you in an instant. Let's do a date. It's like a... Okay, we're going to go to Winners. Yep. We're going to watch The Burbs. Awesome. You guys want the only question of the week? Maybe the best one we've ever had? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is from Emma, Emma Lawson on Twitter. How do I get my rabbit to love me more than he loves my boyfriend? Oh, that's tough. I think that animals kind of choose a person, and I've been on either end of that. Like, I had a roommate who had a cat, and the cat loved me more. But sometimes my dog seemed to love other people more than he loved me. In the end, that's not the case. Um, Bonds are slightly different, and I think animals kind of show them differently. And I'm sure he loves you very much. I see on Twitter that he's a very good nurse and he looks like a really great rabbit. And I think he probably just loves you differently in maybe a more quiet way. So that's it. That's what I think. That's like a problem that I have dealt with throughout my entire relationship with Jay because he (laughs) is honestly, I feel like some sort of animal soulmate where every animal that he meets is instantly in love with him and just thinks that he's the greatest because he's very calm and quiet. Does he wear deodorant? Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know. My dog really loved people that didn't wear deodorant. Oh, Jay, like, he wears deodorant, but he really doesn't have to because he's never, he doesn't make any smell ever. I really think Jay's an alien. I love you, Jay. Um, But all dogs roll over on their back immediately for Jay and cats just let him pick them up and... Yeah, he's like uh, Snow White. I used to get a little bit jealous, but now I just... A lot jealous. I I sort (laughs) of get, I get to sit back and like watch him be with this animal and that's almost even better because it's like i get to pet the animal like a little tiny bit but then be like oh it it loves you so much (laughs) (laughs) so my advice is like try and see it as the cutest thing ever like your partner with the cutest animal you can't get any better than that that's sweet or like break up (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck (laughs) him dump his ass well uh Katie, any shows coming up that you're excited about? 
Oh, well, actually, you can check me out. I am on a television show on Out TV if you get that channel. And if you do, won't you tell me how? I don't get that channel. I don't. I'm really jealous. Like, I always see the posts about it. I'm like, I wish I had TV of any kind. Yeah. So I'm on a television show on Out TV. It is called Morgan Brayton and Other People. It is hosted by the hilarious Morgan Brayton, who has been on this podcast. And yeah, and there's myself and four other, there's four panelists and it's just, uh, it's smart, funny gals have an interesting conversation and cocktails. And, uh, yeah, if you don't have out TV, you can check it out on YouTube on the YouTube channel, Gay Direct. Gay Direct? Yeah. That's awesome. I was wondering if we could watch it online. So yeah, now Gay Direct is a pay channel, but they have a 14 day free trial. And right. you can watch a lot of Morgan Brain and other people in 14 days. Yeah. How many episodes are there? Uh, I think we're up to 10 or 12. Jeez. Okay. I could do that Just in a day. Like us. Yeah. Yeah. One for one, guys. Competition's on. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. So other than that, other than the television show, I'm doing shows around Vancouver on the reg. But the best way to find out about that or just um, see turtle pictures that I love <laughs> is to follow me on Twitter. And I'm yeah. at Miss Katie Allen. It's M-S-K-A-T-I-E-E-L-L-E-N. That's great. Yeah. Definitely follow Katie and see her live. She's so amazing. And the show is so funny. And we love her. Aww. Great human. Jessica? Definitely human. I am a yeah, human. definitely human. She's a human woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a show coming up. Well, I have that other one that I already plugged weeks ago yeah. on the 24th at In- the Media Club. Oh, yeah. And then I have another one on Friday, October 9th at the Toast Collective. Oh. Do you nice. like toast? Sure There's not going to be toast at the Toast Collective. Oh. You know what? Maybe there will be. Who knows? That should be part of your act. We're playing with my friend, Chris Arific, who's great. It's a benefit show. He's going to try to play a one-hour set, which is probably not going to happen, but that's what it's called. It's called the Chris Arific one-hour set. And because you can't just have a show with one band, Energy Slime is also going to play that because we have a 15-minute set. So it'll be a normal show length. So come on out. I'll wear something weird. Yeah, you dress great. And dress like a five-year-old. Yeah, I, I get it. It works. Um, I don't know I'm, what I'm doing. You I think my show. next show is October 1st. I'm going to be at the Fox Cabaret for Charlie Demers's book launch, The Horrors, with a bunch of other great comedians, Graham Clark, Dina Warchie, Ivan Decker, hosted by Daniel Zamparelli and Dina Delbuchia. I know all these people. Yeah, yeah, that show looks amazing. And I did just see Charlie posted the poster on Instagram and mentioned that, um, yeah, if you find it, the show, I think it's called The Horrors, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, if you look that up, I believe tickets are free. Tickets are free. You just have to. Right. Yeah. You just have to register for tickets. Mm-hmm. This is October 1st. October 1st. Yeah. And that's about it. I was going to plug something else, but I don't know if it's a secret. So I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. But it does involve me making some art. Yay! Yeah, which is cool. Um, Can I plug the singularity? Yeah. Because it's near. <laughs> the singularity <laughs> is near, guys. That's all I have to plug. Perfect. It is nice. I wanted to say, Jessica, like, it really sucks that you lost your job this week. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's super stressful. Um, in eight weeks, we should have a huge party. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. to, like, let it go, let it free your body, let it move your soul kind of party. Yeah. 
Yeah. Katie, thank you so much for joining us on Retail Nightmares. Thank you so much to my co-host, Jessica Delisle. You are a dream. Everyone have a great week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.